What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema, where our motto is, we just hope it doesn't suck. This is episode 303. We're back on track. Broken up into two parts, A and B. B. Thank you. 303A, posting on 11.8, will be a discussion on Pray for the Devil. And 303B, posting on 11.11, will be a discussion on the remake All Quiet on the Western Front, a very ambitious and hard-to-get-right remake from Netflix. Ironic, that comes out on veterans day <laughs> with some caveats i am one of your hosts grayson what sense does this movie really make maxwell joining me as does every week is my co-host roger i love horror films tell you yes. and our lovely and a lovely perma yes. guest chris and eh, most of them kind of suck anyway bond <laughs> i like how you're laughing at your own joke i am because <laughs> also boo <laughs> thank you thank you but i mean all the the Dad name the names the names always refer to the the theatrical release for the week but this I'm. I wasn't. I wish we'd have watched Ticket for Paradise after I watched Pray for the Devil because there's not much there, and it's it's really unfortunate. It, it just. I mean, I suggested. I know you did. I know it, you did. And I was turned down. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, how are we this week? What's going on? We are deep into November now. It is November six. So deep into November, and it was 81 degrees here yesterday. Oh my god! Yeah, this like, weekend so is fantastic. I had to turn the air conditioning back on in my house. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's been a it's been a heater in my home, and my wife's like, "It feels great in here," and I'm just sweating. I'm dying. <laughs> Dear God, woman, open a window. <laughs> I'm suffocating. I can barely Roger, breathe. It's Roger like got to ask. Three degrees. How is um? <laughs> inquiring minds want to know how is Buttons the cat doing? Buttons the cat is good. Uh, she is shedding like crazy because she's old and she's a cat. I met Buttons the cat. Buttons the cat is pretty cool. She is unfriendly. Yes. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I've never met Button the Cat, but that's dead on. Any cat owned at the Stillian household, I would imagine, is so unfriendly. I mean, listen, I'm my cat used to be friendly. She's just old now, so yeah. she's just like, please don't fuck with me. Way. Yeah, they <laughs> don't do. leave me alone. Well, like growing up, well, me and my cousins, there's like six of us, me and my brother, and my cousins, and we go to our, to our grandmother's house. She had like seven cats. You never, you didn't fuck with Oscar. Oscar was a dickhead, but apparently Oscar was like my mom and my my aunt's favorite cat, and like they grew up with it, and it was so nice. Blah, 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 blah. And they loved them and hates yeah. everyone else. And it hated all of us. Just an old old cranky cat. I mean, it's to the point in my life now where my cat and my daughter just kind of have an understanding. Like they just, they just exist in each other's space. Like they don't mess with each other <laughs> nope. anymore. Like when they when the, when Anna was growing up, like she would mess with her a little yeah. bit, and the cat would be like shitty with her because of course but now they're just kind of they just pass each other in the hallway don't even look you know <laughs> like that sort of thing like not even a head nod this hey sounds perfect hey yeah no it's good <laughs> hey 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 <laughs> nod up i know you nod down hello for the first time <laughs> so did you guys do anything outside to celebrate the the gorgeous weather that was this past weekend um, so uh my nerd ass <laughs> so I play Pokemon Go because I'm still a giant child. Yeah. Hey, hold and, on. Uh, you still have to send me a gift. Remember to send me a gift daily. That's I, I'm a so bad weird, with but... gifts. I, ha- okay. I, have, I have 56 friends, okay? I, just, I, I cycle through. Anyway, so um, my four-year-old loves Pokemon now, and she loves and she likes playing like the Pokemon Go game from my phone. So we bust we busted out my wife's old like S9. There you go. And, Perfect. Yep. And uh, my old S10 for my other daughter, and we we just we took them down to the waterfront and we did a there was a community day so we spent like Dratini day yeah we spent like 3 hours at the waterfront in a playground just catching dratinis as a family and my 4 year old calls us a poka fam and it's 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 adorable and awesome so poka yeah. fam happy dad moment for me well, that's good man yep. i'm glad that's you guys good. had a good time 
Oh yeah. I caught no Pokemon. Oh. None. Zero. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, so I did go out. How wait, wait, how'd you know there was a how'd you know it was Rotini Community Day if you don't if you don't participate in First that? off, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Just assume that I know all. All right, all right, all right. Weird. I also work with other people who still play Pokemon Go, go. and they made it a point to tell me it's Dratini Day. Like, one, I give a shit. <laughs> and two, like, I would some for some reason be like, oh, no, I must participate yeah. now. I do yeah. not and will not do that. I caught also, Dratini oh. sucks. So he does. Dragonite does not suck, though. Dragonite does suck. Yeah, 4X week tough. to uh, Ice, bro. Yep. He's ass. <laughs> All right, this is not a discussion I want on the show. Let's Listen, just you want to get into it. I'll get into it. <laughs> about why Dratini sucks. About when he grows up, he sucks worse. All right, what else is going on in your lives, gentlemen? What else is going on? Do you watch anything else besides what we watched this week? Or do you have your uh, shows? Roger, what, what are you watching, Roger? I've listened to last week's so episode. I haven't reloaded and... any shows yet. I didn't okay. find anything yet. Um, I, I went to start a couple of things, and then it just kind of fell through. I did find myself watching baseball for the one time of year. This is the World Series. So that ended this week. Um, you know, not a whole lot going on. Yeah. I, um, Call I, of Duty I, came out, so, you know, you getting... Also threw down three consecutive wins in Fortnite yesterday. Oh, so God. what's up, triple dubs? Beat up this on guy. kids. That's you. right. Hey, <laughs> we shouldn't have been fucking standing there, son. <laughs> no, I, I started rewatching an old show on it's on Hulu now, but it used to be on FX called The Strain. That's a weird one. It's got like it's got a lot of peaks and valleys, but I'm like sucked in until the end. I'm like committed now, and I uh, started watching Made in Abyss for the anime people out there with uh, with my wife. I started watching that one, so that one's a tough watch though. That one hurts the soul. Mm. Good. That one hurts Perfect. the soul, he says. Yeah. Hurts the soul. Um, yeah, I haven't really been... This week's been kind of crazy. I'm done with my show. You still work? I was going to say, you still working or no? No, I'm done. However, I'm, I've am i officially been I've officially been hired on Bad Boys 4. So, very excited. Mm-hmm. Going, going back to Atlanta soon. Now, listen, um, this is the one they should have called Bad Boys 4 Life. I'm just... Uh, of course, I don't I don't know why they missed that. I don't... Maybe they will, though, because they can still change that. Have it just f- be the same title with a number instead of the word? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, does does that seem far fetched? Incorrect. It'll be bad boys forever. Oh, I'm sure it will. Yes, mm, absolutely. You know that I'm right, and that's yeah, what makes it the worst. <laughs> I don't listen. I don't want to be right in that scenario, but trust yeah. me. Yeah. Um, no, it's it. a. I remember talking about Sniper with Tom Barron during, and the first thing you said, "Oh, Sniper three with with the with the E was a three. It's so clever." And you just rolled your eyes That's and walked exactly away. exactly what they fucking did, too. <laughs> oh, man. Again, I don't want to be right here. <laughs> but you're not, I mean, you're not wrong, because I'm sure it's going to be Bad Boys forever. Definitely going to be that. It should just be called Bad Boys. Also, also not a bad decision. Well, I mean, it was that was the name of the first one, so... so? Yeah, rebranding could be fine. But look, they're, they're not going to... This is the la- This is absolutely going to be the last one. I want some swag, bro. I'll do my best. Damn. Actually, I'm no, pretty sure I can get something pretty sweet. What? What, what do you mean? I get nothing. No, I'm pretty. I'm. I'm pretty sure I could get some swag on on this one. There's good, the 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 bigger budget stuff always has. Every department's giving out hats and shirts. So I'm, I'll make sure to get you guys a hat and shirt. Give me a sweet bad boys forever flat bill. I'll do my best. I'm a real flat bill kind of guy. I'm not. You are. At those, all, those, man. But, <laughs> I'm not. But you love those mesh hats, though. I, I know that. I do you not. love those. What? I haven't worn a hat in months. Okay. <laughs> You always used to be so happy when the icy guy came to Marquee. Oh, yeah, because he gave me an icy hat. Listen, you like, you, give that it's shit. It's not up. the hat that he liked. It was the fact that the man came there and gave him stuff. That he, he did. Liked. Listen, on, that, that guy was cool as shit, though. See? Like, I'd have him on this show in a heartbeat. Tell me about your icy day. 
<laughs> Roger, Roger would sit weird. there and talk to him. He'd be like, Grayson, go away. And he would just sit there and talk to him while I'd got customers and the line was forming. Yeah, he was the like, best part of the. I was the best part of that icy man's delivery route. <laughs> yeah, and you got he those gave cool me little... A little icy straw that had an icy thing built into it. Did I ever tell you about that? No. Yeah, so and like when, when you, you drank, yeah. it went up, but it filled up the icy cup too and then kept going. It was fucking incredible. Whoa. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's, it's really, it's really kind of like. Yeah cute when Roger's like the icy man's come today and he had this big smile on his face and then he looked at me and like Grayson clean the goddamn stand make sure it's presentable for the icy man what are you doing I'm like oh my that was after I think the icy man did like it so because I'd be like what do you got for us today he's like you want to try something new I'm like fuck yeah I do yeah sometimes it was ass though oh no sometimes also, it was never though. get a van- never get a orange cream icy it's like a creamsicle which sounds like a great yeah. idea until like you know, you have like 175 ounces of orange creamsicle, and you're like, "This is this is awful." Quickly, <laughs> 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 quickly goes goes bad fast. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> yeah, there are some good flavors. There are some flavors better than others, but yeah, white cherry was the best. All right, now we're t- now we're talking about icy icy flavors. Let's. I mean, listen, I'd rather talk about these icy flavors than pray for the devil. Let's just. I mean, fair. Look, there are some good icy flavors I've, I had in my in my tenure at a couple of movie theaters, but uh, always I mean, the, listen, the the red and the blue were always the most popular. Icy best thing in the world yeah the the coke the cherry and the blue were always with, without a doubt always the most three popular no, nothing ever came close to those three um yeah but and also i sees like the machine was goddamn down more than it was working you ever remember that like yeah how, how, how it would like how it would time. it would work when there was nothing starting but then as soon as like a, a big rush came you'd look back and it was <laughs> it's re, it was be like all three remixing. things are what i was says yep. defrosting yeah <laughs> well, what's fuck. the point of this thing god damn it Can i get an icy come back in like an hour maybe <laughs> Oh man! Sometimes you see something you want, and it's like ah, you got to come back. All right, gentlemen, this is episode three hundred and three of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema. Was posted each and every Tuesday and Friday at five a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, and Amazon Music. Sorry, I said that weird. Each and every week, we start with the box office, current, and upcoming releases, what streaming trailers, and movies of the week. Without further ado, let's jump into the box office. With no surprise to anyone, Black Adam, number one. 18.5 million domestic bringing in a worldwide okay here we go 319 that's more what, that, that's more what we're looking for at black adam for sure we're moving we are moving number two we actually we do have a great episode um i received great feedback from people that listen so if you want to check that one out that one passed uh, that was posted last week and we have a very good discussion about uh something i've started to do on these superhero films is these superhero films are not my forte, so I kind of let Chris and Roger just take the reins because those two guys know more about the comic book lore than a lot of people. So I just kind of let them go. Overall, but... they're just smarter than you, so that's fine. Yeah, it's fair. I'm, I'm not going to argue with that. Yes. All right, and Chris, you'll be happy to know, One Piece film, colon, yes. red, number two, 9.5 million, bringing in a worldwide of 141. Okay. Oh my it's goodness! What is huge and huge in Japan? You know what I'm saying? I've never watched One Piece, so I haven't. Eat, so I've watched very little. I know it's got like a thousand episodes. It, now, it has a thousand one hundred plus episodes at this point. It is the longest running shonen anime that's ever been made, and it's. But I'm told there there are there are no filler episodes, which is also daunting. But it's apparently like, a, by popular opinion, one of the best. So I just I can't commit to a thousand episodes to catch up. That's a lot. I will never watch it because of that reason. Really? Jeez. It's a lot of episodes, man. I mean, it's got to be at least decent to get a thousand on thousand apps, right? Yeah. I well, guess. They're, they're also like, in One Piece doesn't just stop there. There are a ton of video games that are very popular. Um, One Piece is a very popular anime that, you know, people really kind of get into. And then 
when I go to Zoom, actually that was at my the the Pittsburgh Gaming Expo that I went to maybe a month ago, maybe six weeks ago. There were a ton of people dressed as the One Piece characters, and it, it was very it was very well done, very tasteful. Oh, it, so, it, it's huge, so I, I I don't doubt that at all. It has a very far reaching tentacles across all the all, all the you platforms. Can't say that when you're talking about anime, bro. Mm. All right, sorry, it has far reaching everywhere. I won't say why. All right, number three, Ticket to Paradise, eight point five million again, bringing us worldwide to one thirty seven. That's a good payoff. I don't watch that. <laughs> Indeed, sir. Number four, Smile, still hanging on four million worldwide of two hundred and two million. It's doing very well for itself. That movie, I think it deserves a bit of that money. So it was good. Fine. You know what doesn't deserve that money? Pray for the Devil, three point nine million, bringing us worldwide eighteen point one. Apparently, other people don't think that. Also, think that that doesn't deserve any money because it's not making any. So. I also think it came out at a weird time. It came out literally on Halloween weekend, which isn't a bad thing, but like no one wants to watch Pray for the Devil after Halloween's over. <laughs> not going to gather around for the week before Thanksgiving to watch Pray for the Devil. <laughs> it just is strange to me. But let's also so this week I got my I got my um, Top Gun Maverick Steelbook. Very excited. Let's, let's see where that's at. It's not even in the top twenty-five anymore. That's such a shame. I think it ran its course. I, it, it had it had a brief it had a brief run. Yeah, you know, only a few weeks in everything, yeah. but yeah, made oh, a few man. bucks. <laughs> <a long> <laughs> made a few dollars here and there. So that's it for that's it for the box office. Nothing crazy. It's gonna. I think things are gonna start really changing up here very soon because of all the things coming out. But we're still a week or two away from that. And of course, this coming week is no, we're not. This coming weekend is Black Panther, so that's gonna just blow everything out of the water. Yep, I have yeah, so absolutely no doubt. This for a little while. Bye. Whether it's Let's, good or bad, it's gonna sell. <clears throat> All right, this past weekend, November 4th, nothing crazy. The estate came out. Armageddon time went wider. Enola Holmes on Netflix. Enola Holmes 2. I only, I only mentioned that because we're going to talk about that next week. But are November we? 11th, we definitely are. November 11th, mm. Black Panda. Wakanda Black Forever. Panda. Black, Black Panda. Black Panda. Kung Fu Panda 5. Black <laughs> Panther, Wakanda Forever. Sorry, that's going to just blow everything out of the water for box office for a very long time. November 18th, Bones and All, which I saw a poster for. Timothy Chalamet is in that, so... Oh, okay. Uh, she said, and then November twenty third, Devotion, The Fablemans, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery for only for one week engagement only in theaters, and Strange World. And we have a kind of a weird, we have a kind of a, a kind of a gentleman's handshake on that. What's going to make money? We all, we all think something else is going to make the money that week. Now I'm surprised that I mean, Chris, you're kind of leaning towards Strange World, right? So I, I just we talked about we kind of talked negative about Strange World for a little bit there, but I it just I it's gonna make money. It's Disney, so but it just doesn't think. look like a it just doesn't look like one of the like peop, one that one of their marquee titles that is gonna make billions. I mean, it'll it, it'll do okay for itself. Just it won't make the top tier money. I get you. And uh, and Roger, you seem to think Devotion is gonna is gonna sweep up that weekend. I do. I do. I think Devotions. the Fablemans will will do it. Devotion looks like a. Looks like a look. Like I said, I mean, I mean, I made the comment last week that listen, the Fablemans will probably get all this critical stuff, and then no one will go see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it just rings true to me. Like that would be something that would happen. That for the past, but I mean, that's generally what Spielberg does now. But I mean, also, I have only seen one preview for the Fablemans. That's true. Attached to any movie. That's true. You know how many but the, times I've seen Devotion, six hundred and fifty-five. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right, and on November 24th, Thanksgiving Day, Disenchanted on Disney+. Plus. Uh, December starts off December 2nd, Violent Night. December 9th, Empire of Light. Father Stew is getting re-released. 
That's I so, heard they're cutting down the PG thirteen and re-releasing so it. Like, random. I don't understand. Spoiler really? alert! Yeah, that's such a strange choice. God, such a strange choice. I mean, I thought it was an okay movie, but it it was nothing. Yeah, um, December sixteenth, Avatar: Way of the Water, which we're gonna finally we get the first full length trailer to talk about today. Very excited about that. December twenty first, I want to dance with somebody. Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. December twenty third, which is a Friday, Babylon, Glass Onion, and Knives Out Mystery goes to Netflix. And December twenty fifth, which is Christmas Day, Women Talking, and then nothing after that until the new year. But that's how the that's how the year is going to end up. I, I think with kind of a whimper. I don't think there's much going to make any does any not end strong. Business. No, no Spider-Man to save this Christmas, huh? No. No Spider-Man to make... How much did you say that made in one weekend? Like $210 million or something like that? Yeah. Opening weekend. No, so, just dick slapped everybody. <laughs> just stupid money. Like, just ridiculous money. All right, let's take a look at what's streaming this week. We're taking a look at Hulu, which, of course, if you haven't seen Palm Springs and you have Hulu, what are you doing with your life? Because that is a damn 10. Like, are that is about an absolute Hulu, 10. Palm Springs? Yeah. Weird. I love that movie. That is <laughs> that is really? a ten. I sure. I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and don't act like you don't fucking love it too. It's, great. it's a great. Film. It is a good one. All right, so of course if you have Hulu, you should have already seen Palm Springs. That that movie is without a doubt a ten. One of the few tens that year. If there were if there were, if there were any it was others, nominated for a goddamn Oscar. That we watched that the same week we watched uh, what was that? The Lighthouse. Like that was one of the best weeks. Like that was uh, two good movies, man. It's it's we don't we don't often get a week like that. Two good movies. All right. Son-in-Law by director Steve Rush is my choice. Pauly Shore, Carla Gugino, Lane Smith, 1993. We had a little mini discussion before we started recording. I'm actually surprised you guys remember this movie as fondly as I do. Hell yeah. It's a great, it's, I think it's a great movie. Well, I mean, it's Pauly Shore had like a brief, you know, rise to the Hall of Fame he for like a few everything. years. A for a few years. Yeah. You know, a for lot like, of people. Like a four, three or four year block. He was in like three movies a year just hammering them out, man. He shows up like weirdly on like social medias every now and then, like doing some stuff. I'm always like, oh, look, it's Pauly Shore. He was in that movie I like. You ever watch it's... him do stand up? No, I haven't seen stand up. Uh, he was at the last time I went to Sonic Temple, mm-hmm. the uh, rock show. He uh, he did a whole spoken word like stand up thing yeah. there. It was actually cool and he was super fucked up and ended up on stage when the foo fighters were on it was awesome like dave Grohl was high-fiving Polly shore that owned and maybe I mean, i'm taking some edibles so. oh, <laughs> i always liked allegedly, you know, allegedly. son son-in-law's a popular one uh in, in the army now very very popular one also yeah. uh, i i like Polly shore it, you know man they his movies they have oh, kind of a weird well that's also brendan fraser so Who? right, you said Encino Man, yeah, yeah. It's also um, Brendan Fraser as well, but it's also like his movies had a weird sense of the writing just seemed to work with the the kind of persona that he brought to the screen. It just it's a weird persona that I don't think you've seen much of since. Have you seen something like you could say, although that's Polly Shore again? I don't think you have really. Maybe out of I think the only piece I think like when I think about all the different Polly Shore like characters he's played only per- person I can, I can see in that spot is like david spade i think he's like the only guy that kind of has like the same demeanor and attitude sometimes in his movies personally all right i i could actually see that that's kind of a good call actually good david spade but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of mm. i'm a big fan of son-in-law i just rewatched it recently talk about tommy boy for like six hours <laughs> tommy boy is i just rewatched that too and i tell you some of that comedy just sneaks up on you piece. I love when he's talking. Don't like Tommy Boy. I love what? when he's 
Oh my goodness. God damn you. I, I mean, at least I've seen it. I mean, I I've, can't even begin to. <laughs> I love what's so. Sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love what. One of my favorite scenes in Tommy Boy is when he's in his office and he's like, dude, this is great. I have a fan. I have a fridge you can put beer in here, Coke. And his dad's like, yeah, Tommy, anything you want to keep cold. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I it, that sneaks up on me every time. You can fill us up with bottles of beer soda. <laughs> yeah, Tommy, anything that you generally want to keep cold. That's you know, that's what I wear. That, it's like, oh, you've been here for five minutes, or I have an office of a window. I've been here for ten years. Huh. <laughs> he just turns and walks out of the room. It's the movie's hilarious, man. Um okay, and then Roger, you no, sorry, Chris, you had a good one. Twenty eight weeks later by director Juan Carlos Fresnadillo. Uh, Jeremy Renner, Rose Byrne, Robert Carlyle, Catherine McCormick, 2007. Tell us about it. So in the world of apocalypse and zombie apocalypse specifically, there is nothing more terrifying in, that, in those universes than running zombies. And the 28 weeks and 28 days move, 28 days later movies have those things in spades. They Rage are every, zombies, baby. They are everywhere. They are angry. They are hungry. And it's there are these two movies, 28 days and 28 weeks later, have some of the best and most terrifying visuals you're going to see in these these styles of movies. It's just the movies are fast, they're visceral, and they're they're they make you they put you on the edge of your seat, seat with the way that a lot of stuff happens. I think they're great films. They're just fun to watch if you're into that kind of film, and it's just it's it's good stuff. It's it's what World War Z wanted to be, I think, uh, instead of them going PG thirteen. So I, I think they're fantastic films. I agree with you, although I don't agree with you that 28 weeks later is better than 28 days later. I, I think 28 days later is by far the superior no, no, film. No, I, I, too, I, too, agree with you that 28 days later is, is the better film, but 28 weeks later is yeah, – I mean, I think they're both so close in just, like, the quality of the film and, like, what they did for, like, in that space. They're just what I liked amazing. about – what I liked about 28 Days Later is it was such a small scale and it was a smaller budget. It was shot oh, – the yeah. way it was shot was such a, an interesting way at the time. And the oh, story yeah. was interesting. They, they used a few locations very well. Yep. Um, and then, of course, that, that very famous – you know, the last the, – the, the sequence where he's, he's killing all the soldiers. It's a very famous sequence, especially with that music too. It's very a very famous piece of music and of the, you know, what he's doing. It, it works. It all just works so well. And, and – it like reinvented like scary zombie horror again. Yep. Because like Resident Evil came out two years prior and was kind of a joke. Like everyone was expecting what we didn't get. And then all 28 weeks later came out by Turns Danny out, Boyle. 20 years later, Resident Evil still a fucking still joke. Still sucks. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and um, I watched that most recent movie. That movie's bad. I mean, um, so it just like a big reason for, for my pick here is because it, we've, there's a lot of of zombie uh, like franchises out there and apocalypse franchises out there, whether they be movies or series in some way, shape, or form. And just the twenty eight the twenty eight series, whether it's days or weeks, they just did it so well at the time, and they stand up today. It's just they're they're good watches, and it's just well made product. I think so. I was really happy with the casting of Jeremy Renner and. Mm-hmm. Um, Rose Byrne in that one. I thought they were. I thought they brought an interesting kind of quality to it. That, although I'm, I'm not quite happy with how Jeremy's character ends up, yeah. only because I wanted more of him. I wanted yeah. him to be because we never we're never going to get a third movie, which is unfortunate. Although there are rumors that we might. the 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 director of the second one is trying to. I mean, get not everybody will come one. back for the next one. No, of Aww. course not. 
Spoiler. I, I really liked where they went with that one. It was it was ballsy. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of that franchise. I wish we get another one one day. I mean, even 30 years later would be a nice, you know. Yeah, and, 20, it, it'd be 28 years later. Well, I mean, I don't think they want to skip months, though, do they? Days, weeks. I mean, you already missed that boat. Yeah, but yeah, but if the movie comes out 28 years later, it'd be fitting. That's fair, but I mean, didn't they? Didn't they? Well, didn't they miss the boat, Roger? With because days came out in 2004 and weeks came out in 2007. Didn't they miss that boat anyway? Like if you're talking about the time in real time, they missed the boat. But anyway, no, I'm just I'm I'm happy that we got the second one at least. I mean, sure, (laughs) they they didn't film it exactly 28 weeks to the day later. (laughs) Yeah, and release it. Yeah, they didn't make it. And Roger, you chose a a small little movie in in, in history. Losers picked the wrong movies. You know why? Because my fucking movie is Fight Club. All right. Fight Club by director David Fincher, Brad Pitt, Ever Norton, Meatloaf, Zach Grenier, 1999. Tell us about it. Uh, the best movie ever made. Debatable. Is it? Yes. Uh, Find yes. one better. I mean. Palm Springs? No. Yes. Wrong. I'm not wrong. How, how many people get beat up in a basement in Schindler's List? <laughs> Probably a lot more than what you want to talk about. Uh, I, I mean, about yeah, I think Chris is right. I think a lot of people get beat up nope. in the basement on his list. Nope. How many Starbucks get globes rolled through the front door? Okay. That, I mean, I'll zero. That I'll give Fucking you. zero. 100%. I mean, right. you're right. I mean, of course, you're right about that. Of course, you picked the one event. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, weird. Um, I Fight love Fight Club. Fight Club's one of those movies that it just, it really hit at the right time. It did a lot for Brad Pitt, a lot for Edward Norton. Uh, it did a lot for David Fincher to for, for their careers. It's a stacked movie. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt, Ed Norton, Helena Botham Carter, uh, Jared Leto's in that movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, young Jared Leto, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's Angel Face, whose face is not so great at the end of that film. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Um, I mean, listen, it's it's a movie. It's a, it's a wild concept to even tell you what Fight Club's about if you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can say is just watch that movie. And if you don't have a real appreciation for what that movie is by the end of it, like, I can't help you with that. Um, it's funny. It's brutal. Um, it has some real moments of like clarity <laughs> that you're just like, whoa. When you like, you finally figure out what's all happening. You're like, oh no. And it's it's a wild ride, oh, man. Yeah. It's it's just an incredible piece of work. I think so, so. It has so many abs. <laughs> all the abs in that one, actually. So there, there you go. Son-in-law, 28 Weeks Later, Fight Club, and, of course, Palm Springs. If you have Hulu, all those are available to you to watch for free. Palm Springs and Fight Club are equally awesome. There you go. For the same reasons. Let's talk about some... (laughs) (laughs) For the exact same reasons, right. Let's talk about some trailers. Knock at the Cabin. This is a weird... But this is M. Night Shyamalan, so really, really weird anyway. So This is old, but with a guy with a bald head in it. So we'll wait and see. I don't think that that's accurate. I, mean, I don't think I that's it, even close to accurate. It's going to be close. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. In what way? Tell me. Just, just. I just mean the ambiance, and it's there's some weird shit going on. It's weirdly obscure already, and there's going to be something that some twist because it's Shyamalan. We all we all know this formula, so it now has to be good because the recent track of Shyamalan has not been great, you know, for a little bit now. The I mean, old, old is okay. It's. But it's just okay. Well, and, here's the thing, though. It wasn't bad, yeah, which is a, that's kind of a win. I think it's only. I think it's. I think it's okay because of how how weird the premise is. It, it's sure, a, it's at least an original idea. Old was right. Yep. So, like, I think it earned some. It got some points for that alone. I think if you if you take if you can take away some of those elements that kind of just like was like oh okay, I think it loses a lot. So, I mean, have you rewatched old? No. 
I have no intention to. Uh, so I didn't. Either. I could watch Fight Club instead. <laughs> exactly. Or Palm Springs. Exactly, right. It, yeah, or Palm Springs. I just, I just, I, I want this movie to be better than old, but it just like I, I think it's gonna have that same feel to it. Uh, hopefully, I'm wrong. Because see, I don't, I don't get, the, I, I don't get the old. I guess the, the the feel I get from this, just quickly scanning my brain for M Night movies, is either Signs or Devil. Okay. okay. Let, let because me ask you. Okay. Let, let me ask you like a question then. When you, when you watched old the trailer for it. You know the the main thing that the trailer makes you think is oh okay, is what is going on here right yeah like that's what it makes you think watching this trailer that's all I thought was what's going on here well we know I mean he tells you we're trying to avoid the apocalypse trying, yeah, no. yeah. Oh, See, oh, okay, he gets fine. really in depth of what's happening yes you're right yeah <laughs> yeah it's not it's not extremely vague and obscure besides the word apocalypse in the trailer you know what I mean like. Why do they have to make choices? What was it going to matter? Because old, you knew people were getting old. You know what I mean? It's true. It's why, and it has that thing where it's, it's just got that same feel of setup of like, okay, you you know something big's happening, but now we got to wait and see why. So yeah, yeah like uh, all M Night Shyamalan films, I will wait and see. Yeah. Because look, his stuff ranges wildly from good to bad. So, but lately it's true. He's had a bad run. So how but... long? <laughs> it's years at this point. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Yeah, I get it. Somebody still trusts him enough to give him money to make movies, though. So, what if he's just funding them himself? At this well, point? but like, I mean, he ain't got that kind of money. Okay, gotcha. M. Night <laughs> started out with such a bang, man. I mean, he started out. People were saying he was the next Hitch- Hitchcock, and I was like, oh man, that's a it's quite a it's quite a compliment. And then he just went downhill so fast. I don't know. I mean, I mean he's what he had what like ten years of bad movies, Roger, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, it's bad. Who Hitchcock? No, no. Yes. Um, M. Night Shyamalan. Who? Okay, weird. Who are we talking about? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Birds? <laughs> the bird? that, that's, that's the one you pull out of nowhere, birds? All right. I mean, it's the first one that came into my mind, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> it's a good pick, honestly. I mean, yeah. So, okay. All right. I mean, look, it's it's obscure like most of his things are. Until we tell you see the movie, you really have no idea what's actually happening, which is true for most of his stuff. I'm sure that the the twist will be ultimately very disappointing. I'm so we'll see. I'm see Dave Bautista doing something that doesn't seem like a... A corny cliche. First role. off, Ron Weasley's still getting work, bro. <laughs> yeah, but like none of the, I mean, he's still he's set for he didn't have to work a day in his life. Neither well, he's on the, that Apple TV show that servant or whatever, I guess is like really critically acclaimed or whatever. Right so now, yeah. <clears throat> All, All right, right moving on. A Christmas story Christmas. Ralphie has grown up. What do we think about this? So me and Chris are watching this, and Chris is like, Am I supposed to know who that is? He's like, Why does that guy look so familiar? I was like, Chris. That's fucking Ralphie, Ralphie bro. Yep. He goes, holy shit. Yep. It's as soon Ralphie. He said it, I knew. But it was like I couldn't <laughs> like, figure out why Ralphie. he looks so familiar. Well, because he looks exactly like he does on the poster, just bigger. Yep. You know, yep. like Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile, and like the and Clifford. He just got bigger. That's all. <laughs> but in the, I mean, I don't know how I feel about this. Honestly, this is one of those movies you probably shouldn't touch. The A Christmas um, Story. So look, I I'm going to be honest with you. I am not a Christmas Story guy. Like I I don't understand. Listen, it's a fine movie, sure, whatever. I don't understand why we have to watch it 864 times during the holidays. I don't get that. Um, and for the first couple of years I did, it was like a novelty, like oh, 24 hours of Christmas Story. Now it's on like fucking three channels running 24 hours a day. Why? <laughs> it's not that funny. That's probably it's- one of the most watched movies in history, though. If you think oh, about yeah. it, I mean, it's got to be. I mean, it's got to be up there for a contender, at least for but one. But like, look. So here's the thing. Obviously, I, I've spoken this at length. I'm not a big Christmas movie guy. Most of them are pretty bad. That movie's not bad. It's mm-hmm. it's okay. It's just 
the bar is so low, <laughs> it like gets ranked up there, I guess. I mean, just most Christmas stories aren't very good. Yeah. Christmas movies aren't very good. So Christmas story stands out. Why we're getting a sequel to it further down the line, I don't I don't know. So I'll say this real quick about about it. Just, looks corny as fuck, by the way. Well, it was, but so was a Christmas story. Sure. So it kind of works. But like so like Grayson said, I, you know, I, I don't think this is something that you touch. I actually kind of think that this is fine because the whole idea of the of a Christmas story, that original film, it's 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 just a lighthearted Christmas film. So something, what was it, 30, 40 years later or something like that? Something along those lines. Yeah. You know, that many years later. You got the you got you got Ralphie in it. I think that kind of works. It's charming, and hopefully, it's just a just a, a fun, fine family film. You know that can you know be a part of like whatever like Christmas movie marathon you and your family watch. I think it's fine. I'm not like hard rolling my eyes like I am at the Santa Claus's trailer we watch. You know what I mean? It's it's sure. just fine. Uh, that's a good point, actually. To some of those, so we'll see how that goes. I mean, it comes yeah. out very shortly and uh, November seventeenth, so we'll see. I mean, it's 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 either going to be well received, like you you either going to see HBO talk about it out the gate or not at all, or it'll be super quiet and it'll just fade away. Yeah, because I mean, I'm assuming not at all, but <laughs> I just don't think I have a hard time people saying people connecting. I mean, they're going to understand it's Ralphie, but like then wanting to sit down on the couch and watch it. That's why I what's what I have a hard time with it. I don't know. I bet you it draws numbers just because. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. sure it does. The name's going to get it. We'll never know, though. We won't know. Unless, you know, unless it does gangbusters. But I was thinking about that. And so Game of Thrones numbers. I want to talk about that. So House of Dragon. They roughly almost 10 million, right? They were like 9.9 yep. 9 yep. away. Yeah. We're going to call, right, right, call it 10 for easy math. Right on the cusp, yeah. So I was looking at So 10 million, which is 10 zero 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 zero. And then thank if you, you do, if you, <laughs> thank you. A one in so, seven zeros, yes. Thank you. That's I just broke his brain. That's no, no, no. But so the first six days, that's a hundred. If 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 all those people bought a ten dollar movie ticket, which you know some theaters are you know seven, some theaters are five, some theaters are twenty, some theaters are twelve. So let's just call it ten. That's a hundred million dollar opening weekend for every single one of those. If you somehow put those numbers of viewers into yep. dollars, so yep. that's I mean, is I think it'd be a little more than that. I think the average meeting tickets more than ten. But I mean, that's insane numbers. So I don't know if. If anything's going to touch that kind of viewership in a while, because Game of Thrones is what it is, I don't think a Christmas story is going to do those numbers, or even close. No, but I or mean, even listen, half. if it if it gets a nice couple of million people watch it over the <laughs> over the full holiday weekend or whole full holiday run, that's all they want. And, and yeah, it doesn't have to do those numbers. And do you want to know why it doesn't have to do those numbers? Because it's on streaming and they don't care. Well, well, yeah, but it's because House of the Dragon does those numbers. They yeah. have they have their big guy. I, I don't think they need that out of it. They're also like, we're HBO. They need people to stay around until the next season comes out. That's all they need. Or the next show, like Last of Us. And as Roger oh, yeah, says, okay. son of a bitch. Two years. Yeah. But, we're, we're, I mean, that's a shame. But, okay, so Christmas Story, we're, we're, we're kind of like luke, lukewarm on as a group, right? Like, it, right, so it, it exists. about we know the it. big movie. Yeah. New trailer. All right, let's okay. talk about Avatar The Way of the Water by James Cameron. This is the first actual trailer that we've gotten. We've gotten teasers before. This is the first actual trailer dropped last week big deal i think it's a bigger deal to me than it is to you guys i love james cameron i I, he can in my eyes he can do no wrong but i want to hear what do you guys think about this movie before i give you my spiel about it what do you guys think about it looks fine trailer has me worried i would agree with you chris i uh so so the main thing that has me worried in it is some of that cgi looks really bad in that trailer like 
terribly bad in my opinion. So. I, th- I think you're going to make a mistake of going underwater more than what they need to, Maybe. and that means it's going to be 100% CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, you will have very little practical things to deal with. Yeah. So so there's, there's there's one scene that keeps it in my head that has like two – has two of what, what are they called? The, the, the Navi. The, the Navi. Mm-hmm. The Navi. So it has two of the, the, of the Navi like crawling up at the same time, and like – their bodies look like they're CGI. Like, like it, it just stands out as CGI in, in that like little clip. And there's a few moments in that trailer where I see that. So I hope to God it's just you know a rough trailer cut and it's all smoothed out. You know, when, once the movie comes out, but you can't have a movie with that much CGI have those mistakes in it because it it, ha- it has to be the backbone of your film. You know, you can't have this movie come out what twenty years later and it not be crisp. 15, 14. 14. Whatever. Sure. No, I, I know what you enough. mean. So it's like it's just it it's got to be crisp. It, you can't have this thing come out this this long and it not be polished. But it, but, but but I mean let's long. let's give James Cameron the benefit of the doubt and say this footage is old and they've had this trailer sitting around for a while and they decided just not to release it. Everything I think will be polished. Sure. I mean James I mean, Cameron has a, he is a ridiculously high bar for standards. So I feel like it will look great. I want it to be great because, you know, I want something to be excited for if they're going to make a whole bunch of these. You know what I mean? Because there's nothing there's nothing better than being excited to go see a movie. I love. I agree. Movie. I agree. hundred percent. One of those things where, like, you know, you say, you know, let's give them the benefit of doubt. Like there's a trailer laying around. But like, I think that's almost worse. Like you just want to like, toss out of some footage you've had lying around for a while. Like you, this is supposed to be your big thing that you're going to, you know, run on for consecutive times. So make this good. Well, no, I don't disagree. There's some there's some things to say about that though. Is the first movie was a technical marvel. It did things that no one's ever done before, and it laid the groundwork for all kinds of technology that people are now using to make movies. And you know, James Cameron get Lightstorm is always ahead of the pack when it comes to technology. The story the wasn't the strongest, okay, and I and, and I understand that. Here's the thing, though. Yeah, they they laid all the groundwork for that, and they did that that long ago. But now everybody's doing that. So yep. Now you like you have to you have to push that forward or or you have to be the best in that space now. Period. Well, I, mean, I would I also be more concerned is that now that he can't copy Pocahontas as a story of what we're going to get. Well, but here's okay. Shots so fired. what I'm worried about already is again every movie that before before Avatar was a masterpiece as far as I'm James Cameron. He just every time knocked it apart. So there are some huge story moments that I'm very questionable about in the first avatar film, mainly letting everyone go. You think they're not just going to come back and try to kill you all again. What? Uh, that's one of the main, I mean, of, of, of with a dozen other huge story pieces. I'm like, what in the world would you made that decision for James Cameron? I think they made that. So I think they made the safe choice with, did they think there was never going to be another Avatar one time when they released Probably it? They just—I mean, it's been fifteen, basically fifteen years. Yeah. So yeah, at some point that'd be like, I don't know, James. Maybe we <laughs> shut this down. I mean, he left. I mean, and, and he's like, no, no, no. I want to do a little battle angel in the middle of that. <laughs> oh, this. Oh, that the random movie that. But he, <laughs> but he didn't. He didn't direct that. He just produced it. He just was part of the producing team he, of that one. Right. That was his thing that he had Robert Rodriguez produce. And that movie is garbage. Yeah, Alita movie. Battle Angel was it left a lot to be desired, for sure. I you know you know you know you know it's funny. I'd even forgotten about that movie 100 percent until you said something. So did I, and I'm a fan of the actual manga. I have I have some of it. So don't worry, you're not the only one. Jeez, that was were you as disappointed as we were when you saw that, Chris? More so. Okay, fair. <laughs> Again, but look, okay, I'm just yeah. gonna I'm a fan of the trailer for right now. Although I think Chris is right. This trailer, outside of 
what I think will they'll definitely make look better on when it hits the big screen is I'm worried about I'm for the first time I'm worried about Avatar because it just doesn't look like what I want to see from James Cameron. But again, I may be in the minority on that because I'm sure this movie will do very well in the box office. Yeah, Actually, maybe Maybe is it 3D? Just need some bombs. Maybe that's all it needs. Is it is it 3D? Is it a 3D trailer? Like, is this a, th- a 3D film? I haven't seen out? anything about 3D. Is 3D still a thing? I hope they didn't do it. Well, you got to remember, like that, every I ticket know. sale was an additional 250, which went into the box office reporting. I I know that the first one had that a part of it, but I think the world has moved on from that. I hope so because yeah, it, it's it's a gimmick that. I don't. That movie was damn near three hours with the trailers, and those those glasses, as cheap as they are to make, they do not do anything for your eyes. They nothing good for your eyes. Yep. So I do not want to watch a movie in three D that's almost three hours. Fucking wear glasses. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. I think it's safe to say that we're kind of lukewarm on Avatar, which is for me saying a lot because I I love James Cameron. But let's talk about the theatrical movie for the week. Yeah. Pray, e p r e y for the devil. Let's get some particulars out of the way, shall we, gentlemen? So, what do you guys give, give me? Your, give me your ten seconds, you, you guys. Give me your ten seconds. Oh, okay, okay. So you need our ten seconds. So this was a movie that I thought looked promising, and just came out with a lot of the. It had an, it's an interesting idea, but a, and it maintains that with a lot of the same old cliche and horror tropes along the way, which kind of brings down Sully's the movie. And all these exorcism exorcism movies are always the same. They don't have to be, but, but they are. But they are, yeah. Now, now this movie does go a little bit away from the tradition. It's a stuff, different idea, and and they lean a little bit more into into the the exorcism side of things, like like how they explain it and knowledge wise, and some of the imagery that they give. Mm-hmm. So they do do some new things, but they couple that alongside with just some tropey ass stuff that just it it, do, it does bring it down in my well, opinion. Let's say the we'll, we'll do that discussion, but oh no, yeah, yeah, I get you. So all right, tomato meter, eighteen percent, one eight. <laughs> audience <laughs> audience score 67 67%. That's a big divide. No, the audience is wrong. Oh, I'm okay. just going to say right. that. Right. I mean, look, I, I don't dis I, I I don't think what you're saying is incorrect. Um uh, but there is a big difference there and I wonder why. Um I mean, but let's why, get... do, why do we still look at the audience score and the critical score? I thought we were moving on past that. Well, just oh, well, okay, well, let's look at Metacritic then. Sure. The the Metacritic score is at thirty eight. That's so not right. I mean, that's still an F. <laughs> if you're going by yes. you know grading scale, that's still an F. I mean, listen, this movie is probably that. <laughs> All right, but let's okay. Um, Jacqueline Byers, Virginia Madsen, Colin Salmon, uh, Christina Nav- Christian Navarro, um. Ben Cross. I was happy to see Ben Ben Cross as Cardinal Matthews again. I, I like Ben yeah. Cross. He's just he's well, he a guy from the past. After this movie. No, he ain't doing anything before it either. That's for sure. Well, I mean, he's dead now. Oh, did did he pass? You know, he, he passed. died ten days after he filmed this last scene. This movie, oh my goodness, that's a shame. But I like Ben Cross a, a whole lot. He was he does a lot of my some of my favorite movies in the nineties too. But that's a, that's a different. Thing. So let's talk about Pray for the Devil. Uh, I couldn't find a budget for this movie either, by the way, and I looked uh, far harder than I normally have to get that point, and so that's odd that I can't find it, because it couldn't have been that much. Mm-mm. I don't think so. It no. didn't feel expensive. 
No, it, it definitely. No, it didn't. And it was barely, it was barely ninety minutes, um, which was nice. No, I mean, thank God for that. Yeah, it was. I noticed it was. Thank it was a very short movie. <laughs> <laughs> so let's so let's so let's talk about the story a little little bit. We have, we have a backstory for a character, who, has a pretty traumatic past. Old sister Anne. Old had sister Anne had a rough one. And so the the story is centered around Sister Anne, who had a rough past and is now in schooling to further her education and become something in in the um in in the church community. A lady of the Lord. Okay, so yeah, become a lady of the Lord in the church community. Jacqueline Byers is she's like a creep. I didn't mind I didn't mean to. Mind your business. Yeah, yeah. He was talking to me, not yeah. you. <laughs> oh, for the okay, great. Hundred hundred percent. Okay, okay. So okay, so let's talk about this for one second. Yeah. What is going on? Tell me what's going on in this movie. I can break it down. It's actually pretty easy. Oh, so break so, it down in, in less than 30 seconds. Okay. So Anne, our heroine, um, has been basically plagued by a demon trying to get to her most of her life. Uh, the demon possessed her mother, who basically gave her life to protect her. Um, as she moved through life, the demon has come at her in multiple ways, and it comes at her in its final form in the form of a little girl named Natalie, which we turn find out has a much deeper connection to Anne than what we originally had thought. I rolly. Um, but that devil demon gets into her and uh, we find out that apparently demons ultimately have always tried to get into people who are further connected to the Lord uh, for like this whole soldier metaphor that we get that, um, that they think they would do more damage to the Lord if they had one of their people mm-hmm. under their possession. Yep. That was yep. like 45 seconds. Yeah, the, the, the more devout uh, a person is before they, they become possessed, the more powerful the demon is or becomes. So yep. That's like the idea behind that. So here's my initial question I have for you guys, and I'm hoping you have an answer because I could not find one. Mm-hmm. If the devil can infiltrate a place like the setting of this film, where can't the devil infiltrate? As far as I understand, nowhere. Well, I think that's kind of the point, um, that both both the holy and unholy can, you know, can be everywhere. Be possessed. Yeah. Which, so, here's my everywhere. second question, which I think the Conjuring films and, and, and the Associated do, they do address the question and sort of offer answers in some of those movies, is why is the devil always more powerful than the Holy Spirit? Is it because we wouldn't have a movie if that if that wasn't the case? I mean, because if God could just smite it down, it would just be over with, right? Well, so but the but the devil can all can what in a movie like this in a holy place like this where there's hundreds of students who are learning, I mean, and professors, students, and lecture and, and and practical use of all this stuff is able to just move around freely. What is I, I'm not quite sure how effective what they're doing is. I, I don't mean that in a weird way. If anyone heard this and got offended, I don't mean to offend. I just mean in in the world this movie is set, how effective can those can so, that place be? So to answer your earlier question, I think I think in my opinion it's because that humans are imperfect creatures. That is that is one of that is like our biggest flaw in in like the history of like. Christianity and you know other religions is that we are not perfect beings. We you know we are inherent. We are inherently sinners. We are blah. fallible. Yeah, all 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 these things, and the gifts of power come easier than than what what faith will give you. You know through that like through the work of faith. 
So we're corruptible beings and we lean more towards that corruption just because we are imperfect. So that's why you have, you know, even in these holy places and people, you know, of the Lord, you know, that are very religious, they can be corrupt because humans are imperfect. Yeah, it's easier to be corrupted than to be pure. Yep. Definitely. Yes. Which is, which is something that this movie focused on quite a bit. It does. Um, without getting into a theological discussion, um, it preys, in quotation marks, on the inner working, excuse me, in the... It feeds on the self-doubt created by multiple religious characters in this, uh, Sister Anne herself, um, the sister's name, Amelia. Amelia, I think so. um, And that's how it gets into that that life. Mm -hmm. It takes people who thought they were stronger than what they are, um, gets faced with a moral conundrum, or in like Amelia's case, you know, something that she couldn't stop from happening, and it leads to doubt, leads them to not believe that everything is right in the world with the Lord, and it opens that doorway, and the devil kicks the door in. Yep. Um, which, I mean, that's actually not the worst metaphor for life, because listen, it's a lot easier to have a bad day than a good day sometimes, yep. um, which is exactly what that feeds off of. Um, and once it's in, it's in. So it doesn't, it doesn't, you can't just kick it back out. It's not like, oh, no, nope, I'm done with this. That's not really the way it works. Yeah. And something that our, you know, we, we do see one of the early struggles that our, our heroine, you know, faces in this with, you know, her, with dealing with her mother and the, the abusive household that she grows up in. You find out, you know, oh man, tearing her fucking hair out. Oh God. Ah. Yep. And, and you, you find out what that is as the movie progresses and there's more layers to it, which, which you do see and, and you do see coming, which is fine. It, they don't try to hide that. No, they don't. They telegraph a lot of stuff here. Yeah, and especially early on. But like, she's also in this. She's in this training ground for exorcism for priests. And there are a few nuns here working at, in this school with them. But she's actually trying to become one of the first. Would be the first exorcism person or not, not really, female first female within like seven hundred years. years yep. Yeah, because they mentioned perform exorcism. Yep. Yep. And so and she and that's not that's like outside of the norm like heavily. But the uh, one of the teachers that's you know teaching all these priests in the way of exorcism does see something in her, and he does also advocate for her to begin this journey, which you find out you know that her technique. For handling these, uh, you know, for exorcism, for exercising demons, is also different than what you know methods that anybody else taken. does. Yeah, yeah. Instead, instead of instead of excommunicating the demon uh, through just the fear, force of will, and through faith, uh, she actually tries to connect with the person underneath, reason which, with the actual person, to yep, have them help fight that battle, which actually is more befitting of what, what it, it is a more feminine way to deal with that. It's much more nurturing. It is. Yeah, which, that definitely. Which I, I actually liked that approach to it. That was actually a very interesting concept to me. Well, it humanizes a possessed person, mm-hmm. um, which is something that, you know, listen, we've seen a bunch of exorcism movies um, over the years, obviously with the exorcist being by far the most famous and obviously probably the best one that's ever come through i mean more recently i know it's been a few years now but like the last one i remember that really sticks out in my brain is like the exorcist of emily rose exorcism of emily yeah, rose that's pretty good it's okay mm-hmm. um but it's the same concept you know like hey this woman's possessed we got to get the demon out of her this is the first time they ever take it from a different angle like hey this person's possessed we got to try to save this person mm-hmm. not just get the demon out yeah. um so the one thing we do see here and unfortunately this place isn't real because i thought That'd be fucking badass. Uh, the Vatican apparently does still have like an exorcism course mm-hmm. that they run. Uh, I did research that, but this place in Boston is not real. Oh man, sadly, yeah, that would own. 
Um, kind of happy that it doesn't exist, though, because that would be another thing. Nah, that then I would, be. yeah, then it would really <laughs> wrinkle my brain thinking that, oh, shit. Yep. Well, I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I'm happier knowing it doesn't exist. So the question I yeah, just yeah, asked you is, say, no, yeah, the, the devil has I mean, the devil's of fiction. in Boston. It still exists in Rome. But oh, I, oh, look, oh. look, look, there's, I mean. I, I don't live in Rome. Keep that shit in Europe. <laughs> That's the other side of the world, bro. Yeah, keep, keep that shit in Europe. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's an interesting, but I'm glad it doesn't exist in part because, like, it's just my whole question. And it, I think it matters to some people is, you know, how can the devil just run around having fun when nothing from above helps stop him? Well, so I wouldn't even believe that's true. So I want to well, listen. This I, I want to premise with. I don't think this movie is very good, but I do appreciate some stuff here because I'm trying to be more positive here. Well, so this comes. I'll let you continue in a second. Like th- that's kind of my point on like how I feel about the movie. They mm-hmm. do some very interesting things here, and they have some very good concepts. So it's let, just coupled with a lot of really tropey shit. Yes. So the good concept I was going to. I think they build an interesting world here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like they they present us to this place in Boston. Um, Michael St. Michael's an archangel and it's something else, exorcism, whatever. Okay. So the, it's basically a learning hospital that has like regular hospital rooms by people who are under some form of unexplained phenomenon or possession. Yeah. Um, and they actually make it, <clears throat> excuse me, so that this place seems like it's a real place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just, hey, this person's possessed, lock them in a room, throw them with holy water until the devil demon is exercised okay a lot of it goes with like they lead a psychological profile of these people to make sure that and i'm going to say something blunt that's not really fair that they're just not a crazy person yeah okay they they really well they bring that up well they, they do they bring that up like hey they go a full psychological evaluation to make sure that it's not some underlying medical condition yeah. that they have and listen we run through our, our young lady natalie and she passes all this like physical or psychological tests to find out that she's actually possessed yep. okay and they explain it in a way that is semi-believable Okay, but then we get the actual building that they're in, and as you go down, security gets far more advanced. Okay, like first floor, you know, you're key carding into things, there's cameras and light systems. Then you go down to the next floor where there's bulletproof glass, there's cages on the fucking windows, there's cages in the stairwell, (laughs) and you're like, oh shit. Uh, Yet, yet, hold on, hold on, all that security. And then then the worst part is, then we go underneath all that where it's just a locked door, and then a big rusty iron gate yeah. and i'm just like what is oh, this hold on hold on hold on but but all that's but like even when they're when the story needs our our heroine to walk around with someone their key card gets them in every single place that they need to be in even as low-level students that's why i don't another well, question so, I have uh, hold on i i want a question i don't believe that the people that are at the end of the actual class like what was it gabriel no what's what's the her buddy's name i don't remember i don't remember his name um but whatever her her homeboy here who gets her from point A to point B, I don't believe he's low level. No. Like he's on the cusp of like I'm going to be the guy out in the world doing exorcism. Oh, Father Dante. He's like grad yeah. yeah, Dante. Yeah. He's like grad student. He's yeah. like, I need to get in from point A to point. And I, I believe that that is something that's accurate. I also like the the library slash archive section yeah. where it's restricted and only certain people get in there. Cause listen, when she gets in there, there's some dark shit in there. Yeah. You know, like she's going through all these microfiche rolls of you know, this person's deceased, deceased, like looking at the things and like writing notes down. And they, she finds video of somebody who was released. Yeah. And that's a, that's weird. Yep. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Um, 
we, we meet the one person about how she was freed from the, the demon spirit or whatever, and the stuff that the physical effects that it had on her afterwards. So it was interesting to see that little world that they built into a movie that probably doesn't deserve that. Yeah. Um, now I, I do want to ask you guys a question then we'll circle back because there's not a super deep discussion here. No. So I have the feeling that they built this movie, that there might be another one of this, right? Okay, yeah. Did you guys feel that? Well, so I mean, with what happens here in the movie, how, yes. how it goes and especially how it ends. Right. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest where I didn't enjoy this movie. Not listen, you know, I, I've had my problems with horror movies before. This movie isn't overly scary to me. It, it never truly is. I didn't watch it by myself. Um, I did. Oh, yeah, in a movie theater by himself uh, in the middle of the afternoon. Fucking baby. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But there's there's not really jump scares. It doesn't actually do that, which is weird because I thought something like this, it would have more along that line. There's there's some, but it's not it's not overly bad. It does fall into like Chris mentioned. It's very tropey. You know, every exorcism demon thing we've ever seen before, we see most of that again here. Okay, you know, like the weird bending backwards and yep. like cracking vertebrae, which is gross. Not not a fan. Um, just don't like that noise. Uh, we also get somebody that just sort of evaporates. Yeah. Father Raymond, who just gets tossed down a hallway to where did he go? He he gone, bro. Nobody knows. He, he gone. <laughs> um, well, you, you, so, you, like, you find him. You find him against the wall. I mean, they find him dead. Do they? Yeah, they, he's the one laying against the wall dead with blood splattered there. Oh. Oh, blood splatter, though, is the key word there, I guess. But, yeah. but I mean, you get the weird, like, crawling up the wall and shit, which you see all we've the time. We've seen that these. before, yeah. Saw that and smiled, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, like we've seen all this. It, again, it's tropey. And it's like, they don't do anything in that whole demon and possession aspect that you haven't seen before. No. All of this has been seen. Hell, I saw something we see is straight out, straight out of Leprechaun, baby. You know, filling up that belly till it's about to explode. Yeah. I've seen that in that terrible so the only thing that i thought was really eye-rolly in this movie when we get talking about unapproved unauthorized exorcisms and i went why that's but no no (laughs) (laughs) just no and dante's like hey i need you help perform an exorcism on my sister and she's like okay yeah and i'd be like (laughs) fuck no (laughs) well i mean uh, me and sister ann are not the same no (laughs) not at all not at all. I'll put down my shades and deuced later. <laughs> I don't want to be here. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, we, we've seen stuff like this before. It, it just, it is what it is. Listen, if you're into these kind of movies, more power to you. This is not groundbreaking cinema here. No. Um, I did like the whole, like, slow, the demon still possesses the young girl after the initial exorcism. Yep. So much to the point where, like, she's, like, getting better. And what happened when she, like, stares at her through the window? And, like, as she walks away, like, the thing turns her head and stares. I was like, no. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> Don't need that at all. No. Um, but just, it's, it's fine. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, to go over some quick, like, actual, like, 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 more into the movie stuff. Like, I think, I think nothing and there's no performance in this that brings the movie down the performances are just okay except for i think our lead does fine I she's fine she's great she's, she's fine screen most of the she's time. believable in and this role natalie uh, the girl who plays natalie does really yep. good i think her perform. i don't like that she eats her own hair not no, a fan listen what about the hand coming up out of her mouth hole? oh yeah no no, no. that mm. brought me right right to constantine actually. so when dante sees that happen he's just like what the fuck yeah, yeah he's like, just oh he'll, this he'll, shit is real yep <laughs> But like I, I think I think the performance in this movie are fine. You know, n- nothing here brings it down. Which which 
is a plus for this film because you know you can see that happening easily. And then um, also, I think that again, some of the imagery, not the stuff we've seen before, but there is some very good. Like you know, you see a lot of the architecture. I think the ambiance of each level of this facility is is actually pretty good. I did appreciate the like shrine on the wall to uh priest that had died yes. in the line yep. of service yep. like a memorial wall that was interesting yep and then and, and then like even like the basement area where the climax of the movie happens that it does look it, it is eye really because like what's down there but it's also it's also i i like the aesthetic of it it was very ominous and creepy that fountain was kind of cool the baptismal well yeah which so, also that water should have been way nastier oh yeah well i mean it's holy water bro what it doesn't get fetid? It's 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 pure. It's pre-purified. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> purified in the blood of the Lord. Yeah. And I I did like how I did like that. You know, at the like the last act of this film, the climax of it, that how our girl gets possessed, and then how powerful that she felt when she was. I thought that yep. was kind of cool, just to show how big of a deal it is when one of these demons these foot soldiers get into a follower or a believer of god yep I, I do i did like that those are things i can appreciate about this film other than that though uh there's not a lot here that i like because again it gets really tropey and eye rolly and there's a relationship here between two characters that you see coming from a mile and a half away and it's and like i can see the people when they were writing this going oh this would be a great reveal but it's like no mm, it isn't yeah i don't you know, and there's nothing to it beyond that. It's like, oh, it's fine now. Ah, ah okay. There's there, there's no moment here that matters. It's like they just say it, and it's kind of like, oh, okay, cool, because it doesn't actually change anything. She's still connected with the girl. She was already connected with the girl. Yeah, yeah it was I unnecessary. Mean, I guess you could say maybe that's why they connected, but she connected with everybody else too. She did. She connected with the that's media. Correct. She like connects with these people. That's what she does. So it 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 does have a lot of like the opposite side of the of those positives. There's a lot of like flip side of that coin kind of thing happening here, unfortunately. Yeah, for all the good, there's double there's bad, bad usually. Yeah. 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 Well, just unexplainable stuff. That's the that's the problem is when they make leaps in judgment in the script when you're like, Well, we're not there yet. You know, this character wouldn't have done that without you know, it's just that kind of stuff it gets to me. I, I know it we see it week after week after week after week. But I mean the bad writing which is in this one, it they make no attempt to even get from they go from a to c without which is skipping b altogether or yes but by, by the time they get there they, they go from e to g without doing f and it's like it's just it it kind of that that's kind of stuff bothers me like this whole jump in in in, in like okay. point a to point e to point g without even well, covering anything between that then, do you think this movie would have been better if it was longer I don't. I don't think that they would have made any more better decisions. However, this movie is like a tight ninety, it though. Is. So, I mean, good on them. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of my point. I don't think this movie's better if it's if it's longer and takes more time to get places, though. And and that that's not saying anything against your comment, Grayson. I just don't think it actually helps it if it is. I think that it's just. I think it's just poor writing that stands out. Yeah, more. I don't think if they had taken more time to flesh more stuff out, we'd have got a vastly superior movie. Yeah, I, 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 I don't try, like, from what we got, I don't see why I'd be like, well, you know, we could have had 15 more minutes here. We get a better backstory. Yeah, in the Snyder cut of this film, it'll no. be, you know, it's just not. No, nah, it's probably the same. I do, though, I really feel like they set this up that there might be another one of this sometime. And it ends that way. It which, does. Which, uh, honestly, if, if they take this and take the L on it, it's just not that great of a film. But commit to like making something with you know with the same girl in the lead sure 
I think you could do something. You could t- with you that. keep a couple of the original you know people I mean? around. We'll see, because I mean, we have a few franchises right now that are just rolling along that are doing well. They've had some some the okay films in there, but like yeah. they're still doing well. I think it would be neat to see something carried on with this if they can. I like the, the idea. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting idea. Yeah, it's different, at least. So. Yeah, but it's an idea that everyone can. It's an idea that no one can prove or disprove, but we all have different thoughts and feelings towards. That's the that's what you're talking about, Roger. It's not. I think it's the idea that everyone's like, I mean, you know, I said last week, you know, the whole angels and demons thing. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's very interesting to think about because I mean, literally throughout the humans, throughout human existence, there's been, there's been that notion of a heaven and a hell, yep. you know, demons, You'll believe angels. how, whatever you want to believe. That's my point though, is but I mean, I, I like the idea of some badass it's like sister chick out there whipping the devil's ass. Like yeah. I, I get behind that S- sister chick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they go. I don't know what their official title is. Cause she's not a nun though. No. Not at this point. No, she would just be a sister or student, maybe. I don't even know, like, student, sister. It, so let's talk about the main character for one second. With okay. with her backstory Anne. to her her mom. Sister Anne and her backstory to her mom. So that ended up being... I did... One thing I did like about the movie, how that ended up actually not going the way I thought it was going to as far as hurting her. It actually helps her. Well, we also so one thing I do want to mention with the mom real quick. We don't actually get the part from the trailer where she's banging her head off the door, screaming "Let me in!" Like that's not actually in the movie. Well, I think someone is banging her head against the door, but you don't know it's the mom until you watch the movie. Very beginning. Yeah, in the very yeah, I think that's that's right. Yeah, Yeah. which was like great for me in that empty theater. It's creepy. Yeah, yeah, no, No, I forgot about it. it. It does happen. No, it 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 does. It's um, let me in. That's the whole thing. Is they're trying to so the whole thing is she they had they need her to let the demon in yes right so that's the whole thing is she's trying to fight this again so i mean let me but but again i'm i'm trying to apply practical knowledge to especially in a genre where you know horror genre where like You're that doesn't to science up a uh, an exorcism <laughs> film I, i'm trying to science up but okay so let's let's take that one scene where there's student observers watching some students trying to excise this little girl and then there is a professor there that, you know, he's he's there to make sure nothing happens, but the professor is there to protect the students from whatever may happen and the things that get out of control. Does it not bother you that – so in this room where the devil is, there's this little girl who is obviously doing things like climbing on the wall, turning her head in 360 degrees, arching her back in ways that would kill any human being. No one thinks to shut the door behind them when they no, go. No, I, I had a problem with that. Too. Yeah, I had a major problem because I mean, I thought that's where it was going. Was it was going to get? Un- she it was going to bust get... out a door and just wrap the hallway. Yeah. Yeah, and then 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 just loosen the loosen the facility. That's where I thought they were going with it, but they didn't. Thank goodness. And that's you know, I thank goodness they didn't go with that. But well, I do love I do love the professor letting everybody kind of get whipped on for a minute. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, you're gonna have to learn. Son. They go learn today. You, <laughs> you know go I mean? learn today. <laughs> but it's weird to me that they're able to. That, this kind of stuff passes in a script. It just, why would that ever happen? Why are you letting t- students who obviously are out of their depth in what's going on still do what they're doing without stepping in to help? Well, I mean, they have I understand to, the learning concept. Yeah, they of have that. to learn. And like, you know, like, so you have to think maybe he's, maybe he's seen that what up to that point, he's seen this before. Maybe he can still step in and stop it, which he, which he attempts to do it. He does. He, he does walk in there and try to stop things at some point. Also so like, gets him fucked around a little bit. He does, but, you know, but it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I think I think all those were in place. I think he does that. I wasn't bothered by that part of the film. Like, like that detail didn't pull me out of it. What you know, what does pull me out of it is that, you know, like he does, he does get he does get okie doke pretty, pretty, pretty handily in, in that situation, which is, you know. 
whatever. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing him come in there and whoop some ass, you know. Yep. But you know, we didn't go that just way. Just like Kung Fu kicks a little girl across the room. Like, yeah. what's up now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like, <laughs> also, that would have fucking owned. As she pops up, you know, underneath the blanket, he like, he, he doesn't get fooled. Instead, he reaches down further and just flips the damn bed and is like, you know, uh, we ain't playing this game. No. You know, by the holy power of Christ. Yeah. And just whoops her ass. I, I, think, I, think, cool. I think he takes it as the parenting angle. Like, look, they're going to learn how to do this. Yep. Yeah. I, listen. I think I'm okay with that. It's hard to science. You gotta let go of the bicycle sometime. Yeah, it's hard to science these movies up, in my opinion, because I think you're supposed to kind of buy into the world it's creating. And this movie doesn't do a fantastic job of it, but it actually does better than some horror films. It tries. It tries, and and I give it props for that. I, the movie that one of my favorite films in this genre, I guess, which actually doesn't, it falls further away from the horror is Constantine. I think that's a fantastic film. In the sense of like it builds and it builds a good world to like kind of immerse into and explains the rules as you go along. And I think that film does a good job of it. And I always kind of apply, you know, that kind of like thought to like whenever we're watching these kinds of whenever I watch these kinds of films. And I think this movie does some things that it tries to do. And I think it does some well and some poorly. Yeah, I mean, does it? I mean. I think there's a lot more poorly than well here, though. Is, well, yeah, is I what mean, I'm trying to... look, I mean, the movie's not very good. I mean, that's that's the that's the short story here. Yeah. Of this movie is probably bad, um, but trying to be positive is stuff I appreciate here. I mean, I mean look, the, the whole do, thing we with... could like, we could just kick this movie's ass for how bad it is. We really well could, the, the whole thing with that last act happening in the basement of the. We're like, yeah, no, that's, that's weird. It's it's just we like why are why are we down there? Why where in the story? I mean, because we had to go to what looked like kind of a deep dark hell, you know. Worth, I mean, but what what was the goal? What was like? I, I want to know what the original script had in plan for, had in mind for down there because obviously what was originally planned for down there didn't happen. They shot something else. I think they needed the baptism well. Yeah, I think I mean because they show it to you in the beginning. Yep. you know what I mean. So you know you're gonna call back to it. And also, I mean, like that's the level where they send people before they go to the Vatican or whatever. So, like, that's why they're down there. I, I think they just wanted that area because it's it's spooky and well, it is weird. But they do they do talk about the baptism as the original exorcism. You know, mm-hmm. it's the cleanse yeah. to, to wash your spirit free. So, um, they do mention that multiple times, and she ends up in the well and has the power to release herself from this because yep. of that. So, I mean, it's lazy writing. It it's is. it's a creepy, spooky place where multiple people are just dead in the basement. Like, how, do you just like write their parents be like died during exorcism? Yeah. LOL. I don't. <laughs> sad face. <laughs> sad face with like the little crying sad face. Yeah, single tear. And then and then and, and 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 then then the emoji with the girl just like sticking her hands up in the air, like I don't know, you know. Uh, yeah, terrible, terrible. Yeah. Um, no, but you're, I, I guess lazy writing, I think, is more the is more the description here than anything else. Lazy writing is probably right because, I mean, it just – this strikes me and it, as like 2006 Sony horror film. That's what, that, that's what just kept making me think of. It's like one of those 2006 that, – that year, like anywhere from like 2005 to 2008 horror to just generic horror movies that just yep. existed. And I don't know how this – I mean, so these movies – that obviously don't do well theatrically. And what we we said in the thirties, somewhere in thirty something million. Um, but I mean, it's not no. Sorry, eighteen million is the is the take so far. But like, this is going to do well on streaming. I, I think people like to watch these movies on yeah. streaming when they're available. Yeah. I, I really do think think that. So I mean, those Conjuring movies. I was reading somewhere that they they've been 
collectively all the conjuring every movie in that universe which of course includes the annabelles and have been viewed like over 500 million times on hbo max like yeah, that's that's, that's well, insane. those are generally considered good, and, and better, they've, better and they've movies. Co- they've committed to that universe, and so another I, one's I, coming. I, that's what I think it's important yeah. too. And so it's like I said, as as we move forward from here, with if if they come out with you know with a a, a second ver- like movie in this in this line, and they commit to something, they could have something here. They could build something out of this, but will they? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think <laughs> I think the short version is, has made enough money. No, not even close. I think there's about a zero percent chance they build something out of this. Maybe they might reference it somewhere down the line with another thing, sure. but it's just, it's so hard to get these things right because it's it's just I'm sure that there's also people they have a they have a I know we did at a consult on our on our show that we're trying because I, I know that they had someone on staff to make sure that no one's being offended hmm. with dialogue, the action, what was going on. They should I mean, listen to this show. <laughs> right, right. That's not that's not what I mean. But you want to make sure you don't offend because this is you know it's 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 religion, angels and demons. You want to make sure you don't offend people, and it's so very easy these days to do that. So that's also I think important. So let's talk about one one last thing I want to talk about before we wrap this up is the ending. Why, oh why, does the movie end like this? Sequel? No, 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 sequel no, 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 no. Let's let's just assume there's not going to be a sequel because there's not. Why does the movie end like this? Because somebody wants her to be a sequel. Like, legitimately, that can be the only answerable reason. Chris, you want to chime I in? Mean, I, I, I don't think... When you say ends like this, you mean the fact that, you know, some some people make it out fine and... No, no, know. no, in the cab. I think he means in the taxi. In the cab. Oh, that. Oh, Again, yeah. the devil is stronger than the holy forces at work to repel him. Yeah. That's well, what so I don't they, get. Well, I mean, uh, it's... I think it's kind of you know, hey, this person's going to be strong, so we want to, we want to get rid of her, you know, from like, you know, the the bad guy side of things. So now that and and it goes with what uh, the the teacher guy says at the end, you know, you know, now the devil knows you at this yeah. point. So it's like they reference it, yeah, and you're a marked woman. Yep. I don't know why they wouldn't send her with one person to the airport, but whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, what you can exactly. do exactly? Yeah, true. I mean, what are you, what are you gonna do at all? I mean, yeah, the, I, I think it's just to show you. you I'm gonna whip this demon's ass. Yeah, she's in <laughs> danger, and either she's gonna die there or she comes out victorious because she's because she's becoming more more powerful but, in that sense. You'll get a second one. Attached to that question, a, a caveat question I want to ask you is, Chris, I don't know if you saw this, Roger. I'm pretty sure you and I have talked about the movie, the Nick Cage movie, Season of the Witch. Yeah, bad. Mm-hmm. All I mean. Is it as bad as you remember, or is it the same kind of bad this is, just in a different way? I mean, this movie is also bad, so even if it's different, it's the same. I think, I would say they're both kind of equally as bad, but the the one with Nick Cage has a better through line and has a better ending. An ending that makes sense within the universe of the movie being told. This ending does not make sense within the universe as told. The only reason that the ending it ends the way it does is because he's, you know, it, it's the, the idea of once you battle with the devil, the devil knows who you are. Sure. You're, you're known to the devil and he's going to find you again. So where else could this movie have ended? Let, let, let me ask you, how did you, how else could you have ended this movie? I'm, I'm, I'm asking you guys as I'm asking you guys as potential filmmakers, does, how would you have ended does, this film? She doesn't make it out of the basement. Yep. She, she, she dies. She, she drowns herself in the Holy well to save, to save her daughter. So that that's one way, or oh okay, she she just dies down there. Period, or it just fades out after she talks to the father, you know, about going to the Vatican. 
That's it. Hard cut. Yeah, you, know, you you can end, you could end it other ways. I agree. The ending, this the ending, we got probably the poorest of the endings, but it's it's just where it ended at. Yeah, so. it, it's to me like there's no question about this. Somebody put this in there, hoping that there'll be a sequel someday. Yeah, and huh. I, I understand where they're coming from, but I don't. It's not going to happen. All right, fair enough. So, so we've I think we've talked a, l- a, a little bit about this, but I think the overall general consensus is this movie had some decent ideas that didn't come to fruition and just now just exists as streaming fodder to watch yep. for people who like this kind of stuff. Yep. That's, I think that's accurate. I mean, I really do. I mean, as a final product, that's accurate. So let's move to scoring it then. Yep. I'll go first. Okay. I want to award this movie a two. Mm. I don't think anything that they did paid off. I don't think that the twist that they planted in the beginning was even remotely interesting by the time you finally, by the time the movie finally says it, it's no longer interesting in your mind because you know it. You, you've sensed it. You know it's got to happen. There's got to be a connection, and you know you know what the connection is. I don't think the movie's written well. I think there's a lot of wasted ideas here. In a movie about possessions, the possessions never were really interesting. They're never really scary, except the, I will say the little girl maybe crawling up the crawling up the, the the ceiling backwards like a spider. I guess you could consider super creepy, but not even the they didn't even use the the downstairs the whole play with light and darkness and shadow very effectively to scare me like nothing was that when they were down there did you guys cover your eyes or like get nervous once while they were down there uh i never did that once during this whole movie okay well again also i'm not seven (laughs) fair but so i I just think this movie's a two and it's a shame because i was in a weird way i was looking forward to it i i i don't know chris you might be right i think constantine might have the might have the high bar for a movie like this. I mean, outside of something like The Exorcism, which is, of course, legendary. But Constantine is not a bad movie to compare this one, or any of these movies to, because Constantine made a lot of right decisions. But it also framed it, and it was also like wrapped in a different kind of, in a different kind of framework. It is. But I think it works with Keanu and Rachel Weisz about saving someone's soul and going to the depths of hell. When these movies made today in the past 10 years, they just, I don't think, get it. But that's just my that's just my opinion. That's why I'm giving it a two. I, I just don't think this the people that make this movie understood the movie at all. Me or you? Me? Um, so listen, I don't think it's quite as bad as Grayson gave it. I think it's it's not very good though. It's about a three, three and a half, maybe. Uh give it three and a half for why not? <laughs> um <laughs> because, like look, I, I appreciate the world that they built here. Uh the story is soft as hell. Um it's not really scary. Um but I mean, I knew I knew going in, it wasn't going to be very good. I knew that going in. Um, I tried to come in with an open mind because, look, obviously, all jokes aside, I don't like horror movies. I don't do that very often, only for this show. I don't sit outside and be like, I'm going to watch that again. Don't fucking do that. <laughs> um, but they tried swinging a miss, three and a half. Fiend. Yeah. So uh, I'm actually going to be the highest score here. Uh, I'm going to go with I'm a, uh, it, it's a solid four. Ooh. This movie does try to do some things that I appreciated. They they went with something and they had interesting ideas, but the tropes that they lean into do bring it down you know, to below average. If you like this kind of film, I feel like you will have a, a it, you'll have an OK time with this with this movie. It's recommendable at that point to someone who's very much into this this world or this or this genre, whatever you want to call it. But I think that, you know, spend your time watching Constantine from 2005. It does a better job. Watch The Exorcist. That's the, OG of, that's the OG of all of these things. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually not that into The Exorcist comparatively, personally. 
but yeah, it's a, it, it's a four for me. I mean, that's that's fair. I, that's a fair score. I may have been a little harsh, but I, I stand by my two. Oh, it's good. But yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's right. bad. You know, it's a <laughs> yeah. two, no, I, four. That sounds sounds about right. <laughs> I agree. I mean, the Conjuring's are also much better than this, and those are I mean, the same subject matter, pretty much. But all right, gentlemen, we have done a show. How do you feel about? How do you feel about not being excited about Avatar? <laughs> you want to go uh, back to that? I believe no, you. I just. What? No, you know my anxieties here, Raj. Don't do that. You, you, you know my anxieties. Yeah, I blame um, you. <laughs> fair. Um, well, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know what to think, really. But, all right, gentlemen. This has been episode 303A of For the Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning and Friday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at LoveCinemaPod. I'm at Grayson Maxwell One. I'm at Rod Stillian. I'm Christopher Bond. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Always posting things on social media. Check us out on YouTube. We're there. Send us an email to ForTheLoveOfCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. And next week, we are taking a look at some good ones, I hope. I gotta find Next that. week. Weird, weird, the weird, the weird, the Al Yankovic story. I had to make sure I, I, I got that right. <laughs> yeah. I'm really, I'm really, I'm actually really excited about that one. And another one I'm really excited about, Enola Holmes 2 on Netflix. Keep in mind that weird, the the Al Yankovic story, that's available on Roku for free. Yep. You can, download, you, can, you can download the app if you have, if you don't have Roku TV, but it's, it's, it's free. So, yay. Yay.